Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast, the first episode of 2023, the new year. That was Throat Locust kicking things off. The song was called Corruption and Greed. It's off of their new EP, comes out this Friday, January 6th. It's called Drag Through Glass. A lot of Texas death metal in there, a little bit of a groove, some Florida death metal thrown in for good measure. These guys are based out of Corpus Christi, Texas, so take what you will out of that. Not sure what that means to you. Sometimes I feel like Texas is the greatest place, but oftentimes I feel like it's the worst place, mostly because of the Dallas Cowboys, but also there's other reasons, and I'm not sure I can explain them to you right now. But they got three basketball teams. Don't like any of them. All right. But anyway, I do like Throat Locust. And I especially like their name, but even more, 
I like the three new tracks on their EP that make up Drag Through Glass. And I think you'll like them too. Just be on the lookout for it this Friday, January 6th. They will be available everywhere. But you can buy the digital album now on Bandcamp for five bucks. So head there, pre-order it, put it in your pre-save pocket, whatever that means, and keep it and get ready to bang your head off your shoulders or bang anything you want. I mean, not anything you want. Make sure before you check with somebody, all right, before you just go around banging things. That's probably a good rule of thumb. But uh, you can bang this on your stereo, if you know what I mean. Uh, Nice and loud, bump it, as the kids might say. Yes, Throat Locust from Corpus Christi, Texas. What's happening on this episode of the podcast? Well, I've got an interview that came together rather quickly with one of the original members of one of my favorite metal bands of all time. It's Dino Cazares of Fear Factory, and we're talking about their upcoming tour, their secret new singer, and uh, a whole bunch else. So let's get into that. But first, we need to listen to Hot Sun. podcast new episode now here ready for you january 2023 everybody's at the gym i went there today it was a little more packed than usual but i also wasn't sure because i wanted the time i don't usually go x i had off so i went at 9 a.m lots of people most of them were old they think uh, they're probably always there but then there was a young bucks were more people there because they were there like me because they had the day off i don't know remains to be seen what will be the real test is when i go there tomorrow at 5 p.m and then we'll see all the resolutioners, if they're there or not, I suspect they will be. And that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. It just makes it hard to navigate sometimes. It's already a packed place at 5 p.m., 6 p.m., whenever I get there. So when you add in a couple couple more people, it just jams it up a bit. No, that'll sort out. People will go away. People come and go. You know, I was just a new guy there at the gym back in October. So, you know, some people last, some people don't. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's good. Everybody should be there anyway. So I, I got no issues with that. Uh, it's just uh, It's just a little weird. Before we jump fully into 2023, I should let you know if you haven't looked yet that I did finally put my list of the best records of 2022 up on gettingitout.net. Now, these are just my personal favorites, and I'm probably missing some that I actually really loved, but these are the ones that I came up with when I uh, just tried to go off the top of my head on January 1st. I waited till the end of the year. And I wrote it all, written it all, I wrote it, I wrote it all down and I put it up on the website. So here they are real quick. I'm going to try and read them. There's 25 of them. So it might uh, get a little long. We'll see. End it. Unpleasant living. LS Dunes. Past lives. King Buffalo. Regenerator. Cave in. Heavy pendulum. Democles. Nights come alive. Brutus. Unison life. Vomit forth. Seizing. Seething malevolence. Ash inspire. Hostile architecture. Be well. Hello, son. Gridiron, No Good at Goodbyes, Spirit World, Death Western, Chat Pile, God's Country, Ruby the Hatchet, Fear is a Cruel Master, Life's Question, World Full of, Fire Breather, Dwell in the Fog, Terror, Pain into Power, Rip to Shreds, Jubian, Spellbook, Deadly Charms, Mutually Assured Destruction, Ascension, Castrator, Defiled in Oblivion, Cloakroom, Dissolution Wave, Rejection Pact, Can We Wait? Sonia, Loud Arriver, The Autolith, Folium, Limina, and last but not least, Great American Ghost, Torture World. That took a bit longer to read that than I had anticipated, so I apologize for making you stick through it, but I'm glad you did. I read through all your lists, and uh, most of them were okay. Most of them were pretty good. 
I agree on a lot of stuff. If you if you look at mine, read mine, listen to mine, you'll notice uh, a lot of bias. A lot of people that I've had on the podcast, a lot of bands that I've had on the podcast, especially over the last year, Great American Ghost, End It, Rejection Pact, uh, who else? Mutually Assured Destruction, Spellbook, Rip to Shreds, Terror, Life's Question, All, Spirit World, all of them. Be Well, of course, Vomit Forth. Democles, I mean, all of them have been uh, guests on Getting It Out podcast, and uh, that makes a difference, of course. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I wish I could have included, but, you know, these lists can only be so long. And uh, that's that's what ended up on mine. Of course, I threw in audible mentions, too, <laughs> but I'm not going to read that to you. You can go to the site if you want to see those uh, or... Another way to check out what I also liked from 2022 is to go to the Getting It Out playlist on Spotify. I currently have that set, so it's playing. So it's a so it's a playlist of all my favorite songs of 2022, at least the ones that I could think of. There's like 59 songs on it right now. I should have made it 60. It's bothering me that I didn't do that. Maybe I'll just add one just for the sake of hitting that number. But anyway, go check that out. That'll keep you busy. All right. And then you can tell me how wrong I am about everything. And I can uh, agree with you because, yeah, so what? I get I get stuff wrong, too. Speaking of people who get stuff wrong, a lot of people were uh, snippy at me for having John Joseph on the last episode of Getting It Out podcast. And I think that's fine. You're allowed to be bitchy about it. Um, and he's allowed to be uh, whatever he is about his things. And uh, we're all allowed to think whatever the hell we want to think. And I don't care. Who's weird about what? How's that for addressing the monkey in the room? I just said monkey. I meant elephant. I meant monkey. I said monkey because I'm looking at a fingerling sitting here. There's a fingerling on my desk. If you don't know what that is, that's the toy that nobody could find like three years ago at Christmas. They're like, they were like the Tickle Me Elmo of 2019. Uh, if you're not a parent, you wouldn't know this stuff. Anyway, I got Dino Cazares on this episode of the podcast, and that's exciting to me. We're talking about their upcoming tour, Rise of the Machines tour. It's with Static X for the most part, as far as I can tell. It's quite a long tour, kicking off in February, wrapping up in April. And we talked a bit about that. And no, let's get it out here right now. He did not tell me who the new lead singer is, and he's not going to. He's sticking to his guns. Good for him on that. I know a lot of people are annoyed by that, but whatever. So, Let's just get into it. Let me play a song from Fear Factory. Let me play something off of Aggression Continuum. Let's go with Fuel Injected Suicide Machine and then my conversation with Dina. In the roar of an engine, he lost everything. Fuck you. 
I'm assuming getting it out means like you really want to get it all out there, right? No holes barred, <laughs> just straightforward. That depends. Honest. You know how it is. Sometimes people sit down, they don't say shit. They don't really want to talk about anything. Other times, you know, you can't shut them up. So, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a talkative person. I, you know, I usually say a lot of things. So, uh, you know, well, see how it goes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not that shy type that wants to be very secretive about things, you know, only Hold on, hold on a second. Yeah. Only when it comes. You've got this big secret that you're not telling anybody. And let's just start with it because I assume you're not going to tell me right now. Um, No, because you, you. The exclusive is going to go. I know, I know what you're going to say. You want to know who the new singer is and you're not going to ask me or you, you might ask me, I don't know, but it's going to be exclusive. I'm not sure yet who's going to get it, but it's going to be exclusive uh, uh, with, with someone. So we'll see. Of course. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I mean, at, at this point, it's been like two years, right? So you might as well hold on to it. No, it's been, it's been less than that. People think that, you know, ever since um, uh, uh, BCB quit the band, that yeah. automatically we had a new singer. No, it, it took me a year to go out there and find someone and, you know, audition. Right. I, had to, I had to go through a lot of uh, videos of people sending them submissions. Um, until I finally chose one. So it, it took a long time. It was a long yeah. process. Gotcha. So, well, all right. So it's just been a while since you haven't had a singer and that's, yeah, that's so it's not actually two years. No, <laughs> since I've had a singer, no, it's actually been almost a year. Right. Right. And, uh, I know you, you, I know you, I'm, we're not going to, I'm not going to hammer you on that because I think there's enough of that out there and you've got you know, your thing you're doing with it. Yeah. But a lot of things happened and like a lot of people are like, well, what was the delay? What took so long? You know, why were you, you know, just, just why did it take so long? And, and one thing is I wanted to make sure it was right. Right. right? You want to make sure you get along with a person that you can work with the person. So there's, a, there's that getting to know each other period. Right. Cause you mm-hmm. want to make sure that it's going to be something that's going to last a while. Cause you don't want to be like, okay, the guy comes in, you go on tour six months later, he's out of the band <laughs> because you don't get along with him. Right. You know, right. so you want to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. Cause you know, uh, a lot of people that who submitted videos were people I didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much picked a guy I didn't know. Yeah. So, um, so, so it's more know, than, it's more than the, the musical chemistry. It's the, you gotta yeah, go along with the motherfucker too. Yeah, you're going to be going on a Exactly. Tour. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, and then also, you know, we were, we were, we were labelless. So we, I didn't have a record label. I didn't have any support at the time. So, you know, I'm still working those details out. So there's been a yeah. long process of, of certain things and it's been kind of cool. It's been, it's been cool because it just let me plan things better. Right. Mm-hmm. And it also, it gave me the opportunity to go on tour with Soulfly and Cavalera, you know, touring the world with, with Max Cavalera and his brother, Igor and, Mike Leone and Zion Cavalera. So that was really, it was really fun to go all, all around the world, you know, doing the Soulfly and the Cavalera projects for, you know, a little over a year. So that was fun. So yeah, actually, it was actually kind of, I'm wearing the Cavalera shirt right yeah. now that I got on that. You weren't on the date that I, w- that I was at, but yeah, we uh, want, I, I didn't do some of the U S dates with them. Right. But, um, I, it, it, it really felt good to play, in a band where it wasn't your band and you didn't really have to worry about, you know, all the things that come with running a band. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you didn't have to worry about the money and about paying people and about paying all the tour costs and stuff like that. You were just a higher position to go and play, especially playing with, you know, a good friend of mine, Max, who I've known for 30 plus years, you know? So that was fun. Yeah. That was, oh, I was going to ask you about that. How the, how, how different it was touring with a band as kind of just a member rather than the the leader of the thing. But, but I had to, I had to imagine, even though you're, you're plenty adept with your skill that there was a little bit of pressure to perform well, you know, up to their, to, to their level, which you're going to match, but, yeah. but that's, that's general pressure. That's just like, yeah. you know, you know, you put the pressure on yourself to perform well in front of people every night. Sure. Of course. But you know, I've been doing it for so long that I don't really feel that pressure. I don't really have that pressure anymore because I know that mm-hmm. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do, do my best. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, you know, it was just really fun just jamming other people's music and, you know, playing. Um, 
you know, with Max and his brother, Igor, and, and just being a part of the whole, uh, soul flight tribe and being, you know, I, I've been, I've been tight with the family for years and years. Right. So, you know, they, they wanted, they wanted somebody like me to come in, somebody that they knew that they trusted and just to be a part of that touring cycle was great. Well, you even played on that first Soulfly record, didn't you? Yeah. I played a song called Eye for an Eye. Yeah. That's like the, that's like the song on the record. That's the, it's the big one. Yeah. It's, it's the big one. Yeah. It was, it was great. Cause we pretty much, um, that was pretty much like second to the last song that we played every night on the set. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, like Soulfly and Sepultura and Fear Factory, I've been a fan of yours for as long as I can long, not as long as I can remember, but pretty fucking long. All right. Yeah. Um, there was a local band in my area. I got to shout them out. They're no longer around, of course, but they were called Scarred for Life and they used to do a scum grief cover. And nice. That's so that was like my introduction to uh to Fear Factory. And then I remember I went out and I bought my first Fear Factory CD and I took it home and I put it on. I was like, what the fuck is this? This doesn't sound like that because it was remanufactured. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what it, what's going on here? This doesn't sound like the, you know, the death metalish, you know, kind of track that was yeah, Scum yeah. Grief was. It was, you know, a little techno or not techno, but you know, industrial and yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's uh, but that's something I've always appreciated about Fear Factory. And of course, I discovered, you know, you went went forward and backwards from there. Obsolete was a huge record for me. Uh I've worn that thing out. I swear to God. We, we uh, always kind of surprise people with certain things. You know what I mean? Like you said, when you first heard fear factory, you heard, you know, one of your friends bands covering the song and then you went out and bought a CD and it was, it would turn out to be the uh, remix CD yeah, for D yeah. manufacturer, which I hope later on you went back and you found of all course, the right yeah. records. Right? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that, that happened a lot. Cause when that record came out, remanufacture, uh, we were on the Ozfest 97. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like saw us play live for the first time. Then they went out and bought remanufactured. Like, wait a minute, this didn't sound like the band I just <laughs> heard on stage, you know? And so we were always kind of surprising people in that way, you know, since day one, ever since, you know, when we first started in 1990, you know, uh, uh, adding the clean vocals with the heavy vocals, you know, there wasn't anybody that I knew of at the time that was doing that. And, it just really threw a lot of the metal heads or the death metal head elitists it threw them for a curve. Yeah. And it was like a blessing and a curse at the same time, because, you know, a lot of those guys were like, weren't really into it at first, but it kind of grew on them. So mm-hmm. it was something that made us stand out in the beginning. And I think that's, you know, like, again, it goes back to surprising people and people were just really eventually got really into it. And, and still to this day, people are really into it. I mean, it's pretty much a staple in, in metal bands in general, heavy, heavy yeah. versus melodic horses and vice versa, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, that's the, the that became, well, that's what metalcore became. And that's what, you know, it's a whole like genre now, basically yeah. just the, but, the but, but I, I, I hear it and not just metalcore, but every other, even deathcore, even like, you know, rock, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I hear it, in, I hear it in everything now. And that's just, it's become a staple, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I think that's one of the things I always enjoyed about Fear Factory is that you guys didn't fit in a box and I don't know if, I mean, I, but I imagine, like you said, it could have been to your, to your detriment several times over, especially as styles changed you guys, you know, what's popular change you guys kind of shifted, but not much and always kind of did your own thing and, uh, still doing that. You just released another remix record recoded, which I, I wasn't first. I think I, I think I'm like many people in that. I wasn't expecting aggression continuum or recoded to both be as good as they fucking are. <laughs> like, like, you know, you just suspect some kind of regression over the years and it's, it didn't happen, especially on these two records. Yeah. Well, you know, aggression continuum took a while to make just because of all the, you know, legal lawsuits that we all went through and just a lot of the personal issues that we all went through financially and relationship wise, you know, it was pretty insane making that record, but it also gave me time to go back in the studio and, and, and fix not, I'm not going to say fix, but add Mm -hmm. things to the record that I felt that it was needed. And I thought it really made the record even more epic with a lot of the keyboards and a lot of the elements and, you know, different um, keyboardists that we had on the record. 
you know, mm-hmm. be perform to perform on that. Also, and then you just take a great record like that, and then you add remixes, and you get some other guys that are really great in their genre of what they do, and you add them to Recoded, and it just it just came out amazing. And I just like the fact that you know you could take a part, a song, and totally reconstruct it and make it into something completely new. And, you know, there are, there's some people who don't like it and there's some people who do like it and that's great. You have the option, you know, you have the option to yeah. uh, the original brutal record, or you have the option right. to the more of the dancey techno stuff, but still, it's still pretty aggressive for what it is. You know what I mean? Recall. Sure. No, I, I'm not, I'm not listening to other dancey techno shit. You know what I mean? Like, and I like yeah. all sorts of music, but it's just, it's just the way you guys do it. The people you pick to do it, obviously uh, you, some ex members to know, what it's supposed to sound like. And they do, a, you, they did a great job with it, but you mentioned like the, some of the tweaks and adjustments you had to make to aggression and you have, I know you haven't played a show since that came out. Is all that yeah. stuff going to be, is that all that stuff going to be able to be pulled off live? Does it, does it yes. translate? Yeah. Well, when we do uh, the, the static uh, fear factor, static X tour coming up um, mm-hmm. starting next month in February, um, we're definitely going to be doing a, at least two to three songs from the new record live. Um, yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely going to open the show with recode, which is the first song on aggression continuum. So yeah, we're going to awesome. start with that song. Yeah. Brutal eight string song. Yeah. It's going to be killer. Well, the who's, who's, you won't tell me the singer, but who else is playing in the band at this point? Who's playing on that tour? Do you still well, we have Mike Heller in the band? Well, we have Mike Heller on drums and we have Tony Campos on bass. So those guys have okay. been with us for quite some time. Heller's been with the band for about 11 plus years. And Tony's been in the band ooh, for a while now, maybe seven years, eight years. Is so Mike still playing in Raven too? Yeah, Mike still does Raven, stuff with Raven. Yeah. That's awesome. Rave fucking yeah. rules. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They just yeah. played around, around here too. I talked to John, John Gallagher doing this as well. Uh, great band. Yeah. You know, hopefully someday that we'll get to link up together and, you know, maybe do something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, it's, you know, Raven's a much more old school band. It might be, might yeah. not exactly match, but you know, who knows, we might be able to do some shows coming up. Yeah. It'd be a, it'd be an odd pairing, but it'd be a cool, you know, certain people would, would really, would really enjoy that. Well, Mike would um, like it yeah. <laughs> or Mike <laughs> or would hate not. it because he had to play, <laughs> yeah. play in both bands and be all tired. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's exactly what Tony's doing on this. Tony Campos is doing on this uh, Fear Factor Static X where he's going to be playing in both bands. Yeah. So he's got like, you know, an hour with us and then like an, an hour with static. So he's going to be ever like, done that? yes, I've done that with three bands with my band, Asasino, divine heresy and fear factory. You did all the same tour. Yeah. No, no, no. Just no. one show. No, but <laughs> okay. no, but divine heresy and fear factory. We did a whole tour together. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did it, was that difficult to you at all? Do you sympathize? No. no, yeah. No, it wasn't that difficult. I mean, I'm the guitar player. If I was a drummer, then I'd be like, oh man, or the vocalist, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I always, I always reference my short, my one year I was the vocalist for a hardcore punk band. And I don't understand how anybody does anything on stage for more than a half hour. Like I don't like, especially screaming. I, I don't, I don't know how the fuck people do it. I know they, you know, people figure it out. They condition themselves. They work it out. They practice, but holy shit, it's not, it's not as easy as you, you'd think it would be. Yeah. Everybody has a whole different system of how they take care of their voice, you know, and some people don't take care of their voice. Um, you know, I see guys who, who, who smoke cigarettes, like, you know, like crazy and like, Oh, and they can go out and sing like, like, my, uh, like the vocalist of Queensryche, you know, I see them smoking cigarettes. It's like, Hey man, how you doing? Well, and then the next thing you know, he gets on stage. It's like, 
la, you know, it's like, I don't know how he does it, but he does. That's just God given talent right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, there's guys who really, really take care of their voice. They don't talk much. They don't, you know, they don't uh, shout when they're not on stage. They don't you know drink any alcohol. They don't smoke any cigarettes or, or weed or do any drugs, nothing like that. And then they, then they still have issues live. You know what I mean? So yeah, they, it's like, you got to really love it to do it like that. You know, That's, I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, aggressive continuum. You also released an instrumental only version yes. of that record. Yes. That's yeah. you, 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 you've milked it. You got three different types of records here. <laughs> Could you possibly get a fourth out of it? Uh, that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think so. I think that's enough. Um, well, the reason why I put the, the reason why I wanted to put the instrumentals out, that was for a vocalist who wanted to try out. Mm -hmm. So I released it because I know that nowadays there's like certain apps and certain, you know, tools on the, on certain programs where you can actually go and you separate all tracks. Right. Yeah. But I wanted to make it easy for some of these vocalists. So I just released it instrumentally so they can just take tracks from there and they can just sing over it. And so, you know, one of the main tracks is Disruptor. A lot of people does Disruptor mm -hmm. as, you know, their, in, their uh, audition track. And so it worked out great. Awesome. Did you, did, I, I have to assume you got pretty bombarded by uh, auditions. Yeah. I mean, I stopped counting over when it was over 200, 200 people. <laughs> was there anything that was like a hard, like, no, right from the beginning? Was there, was there any, yeah. like. I mean, I've had some hilarious ones, like some guy you know, had a boom box and he was singing in the kitchen. Um, you know, people <laughs> sing a man with a dream and you just crushed it. Yeah. Some guy goes, yeah, I got your audition tape right here. When he farts on the microphone, you know, a lot of joke <laughs> ones, you know, I wish uh, I could, you, you, know, for it, you know, I wish I could just save those and release them. You know what I mean? And just put them out there. There you go. That's the, that's the fourth version of the album. You know, just uh, one, release all the additions or some guy singing and his cat is in the background. Fucking, you know, it's just, <laughs> Little things like that that are yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. Well, uh, well, whatever. It, 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 you know, it's you're past that point, and like I said, you're doing this tour. And as far as I can see, this will be your first show since. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. 2016. Is yep. that right? That is correct. That is correct. We had some stuff booked in 2017. We had a whole tour booked, but we had to pull the tour because of uh, the legalities that we were going through with the with the whole trademark name and all that stuff. So we had stuff planned for 2017. We just couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, you, Tony, Mike are all out there, you know, still getting your chops in with your different bands. You know, you're up to speed, this new person we'll see, but I guess I maybe, uh, is there any extra nerves about going out on tour being that you fear factory hasn't been, out there since I mean you'll be you'll be, it'll be first shows in five years or whatever whatever fucking year we're in seven years I don't know and with the new singer people are waiting to be pissed off at you so, <laughs> so, so like I mean waiting they already are pissed off they're already giving me shit <laughs> oh I know I read internet. the comments today they're <laughs> they are not happy with you <laughs> yeah but what, they're still whatever. there they're I still mean, waiting you know yes. I, I love it when people say, Oh, I gave up on the band. Fuck this. Well, I'm not commenting no more. Boom. And then they come right back and they say, you know, well, fuck this. I, you know, I'm tired of waiting. And, and then, uh, you know, people are saying, well, then why are you still here? You know what I mean? Like you yeah. hated it a, a while ago. Why are you still hating? Like why? Because I think that they still have the passion for it. I mean, sure. I understand that a lot of people talk shit and that's fine because it, if they didn't care, they wouldn't say anything back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. Right. So, um, but I think, you know, you see the smile on my face. That's the smile sure. I'm going to have the first day I hit the stage with Fear Factory. And that's the smile I'm going to have when they hear the new singer. So, cause I'm, I'm confident that all this is going to be fine and I'm not really worried about it. And if people don't like it, then that's fine. That's their choice too. But I always hear people all the time. Like when, like, let's go back to when you first heard the CD that you bought remanufactured. People yeah. were disappointed when they heard that because they thought that right. that's what it was. But then when they go back and they go, Oh shit. Okay. This is what I really like. And then they actually go back and appreciate the, the, the remixes later on. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes you just, you just, you know, when it comes to big changes like this, sometimes people need to be, need to be eased into it and not 
just hit really hard with it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, and I think that's going to happen in this situation. I think people are going to, I think, you know, the majority of people are going to get into it right away. And some people might not like it right away, but then they're going to get, they're going to ease themselves into it. And they're going to be like, Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, a year ago, I wasn't feeling this, but you know, now I really feel it. And I don't know why I didn't give it a chance in a year. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to get, you're going to get people who are going to hate it no matter what they're going to hate it. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, people already hate that. me no matter what. So doesn't, <laughs> nothing's going to change there, but they hate me enough to still go comment. Thank you for the algorithms. I appreciate the, that. The worst That's, thing is indifference. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Everybody who does hate on me and like make those kind of never confidence about the band and about me, I want to say thank you for feeding the algorithm because that just keeps my name and the band name out there. So that's good. So it's good. You know, that's why some people say bad publicity is not always, you know, bad. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, the, uh, you, I think I've read or heard, I forget which, that you're going to maybe release a single before you start this tour. And that would we're, the- we're going to try, we're going to try. Cause yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that we have to get prepared for this live tour, which <laughs> is going to be a big tour. So it's really going to be our only tour that we do in the States this year mm. as of right now, because, you know, we got the, we got this tour, this U S tour, then we got um, some festivals and then we got a South America tour. And then we go in to do a record uh, starting in July and August. And then um, October, November, December, we'll be in Europe. So that's, these are the only U.S. shows that you're going to see us on. And that's the first, well, time I'm telling, the first time I'm telling anybody that. But that's the first, that's, unless something major happens, Metallica right. says, yo, we got to take you out. And we're like, I'm not going to say no. You know what I mean? You know, but when you're in this music industry, you got to be able to take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? So, right, right. or the bad with the good, whatever. Um, but because, you know, the music industry is like this. It's a sliding scale. Sure. You know, sometimes you could be on top, opening up for Metallica. Next thing you know, you're back into the garage playing, you know, couch surfing and playing in people's backyards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But when you love your art and you love what you do, it doesn't matter where you play. It doesn't matter if you're playing coffee shops. Like I said, your mom's basement wherever, when you love what you do, then it doesn't matter as long as you're playing for someone and making somebody happy. That's just my attitude about it. And that's, you know, that's just kind of like how you have to do it. I call it lifer. Like I'm a lifer. I've been in this industry since, you know, in my early twenties and, you know, here I am in my fifties and I'm going to be here for a while until I die. I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. Well, there's obviously been some ebbs and flows to the fear factory arc story arc right um do you feel that maybe the the peak is behind you no definitely not because who knows you know uh you, you could blow up you know and next right. thing you know you wrote you wrote a fucking hit song and it just blows up and you can be to, you could be at another level you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know um i always have that hunger that drive and you know and going back to when i was a kid when i was nine years old having that dream of being on stage playing i still have that and I'm yep. never going to lose that. And that's one of the, one of the great things about creating music and creating your art and sharing it with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you're creating music, the you've, you've got a new record. I assume it sounds like it's already written if you're going to be recording it uh, this year. So what's the, what's the deal there? Was it, is this something that's <laughs> been in process for a long time? How, how did you get this far along? Um, yeah, it's definitely been in the process for a long time. Well, I'm not going to say that long, but definitely a, a long long enough um yeah uh we're we're we've been working on songs and uh we're going to continue and we're going to go in the studio in july and and get it done awesome well that's that's and you mentioned yeah, i think you mentioned that there's no label right now though i didn't know i thought you were still on nuclear blast but i guess that's over with yeah that's over with i mean the last release that we had was recoded which is the remix album um but yeah we've been labeless for about six months now and so uh we i wanted to go out there and see what um, other labels, what they were offering. You know, we went out there and we, we, we definitely got a lot of interest and it was really good and really humbling to feel all the love that we were getting from all these labels, which is really cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll make an announcement once I sign some contracts. So we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. 
I got my, yeah. I got my lawyer on the case. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, the, it seems, I mean, if it's got to feel like a little bit like this is a whole new, this is a whole new thing. Like you definitely haven't played for seven or eight years or how many decades it's been. You're, Decades. It's you got nice. a new, <laughs> you got a new single. You got a new record, uh, new tour. Is this? Does it? Does it feel? I don't know. Does it feel like there's new life into Fear Factory? I definitely feel that way for sure. But you know, at the same time, you know, I want to, you know, not change. You know, if it's not fixed, why broke it? I mean, if it's not broken, why fix it? So in other <laughs> words, what I'm what I'm saying is that the band's not really going to be changing. You know, like extreme in any way at all whatsoever. Yeah. We're still going to be writing the fucking heavy riffs, fucking syncopated double bass with killer fucking heavy and melodic vocals. We're still going to have all that. All the elements that made Fear Factory, Fear Factory are still going to be there. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, moving forward, you know, I also want my singer to have his own identity, but right. at the same time, you know, keeping the, the classics sounding like the classics. Mm-hmm. So, does that limit or expand the set list? I, oh, no, it's going to definitely expand the set list. You're probably not going to see the expanded set list on this Static X tour, sure. but definitely on the headlining shows, when we get to play an hour and a half to two hours, you're going to be able to see the expanded set list. You're going to be like, fuck, I haven't heard that song in a long time, you know? How far back are you going? All the way? Oh yeah, of course. For the original record. Yeah, of course. And the first album all the way to, I mean, we're, we're going to throw at least one song from the first album on this tour with static X, you know, it'll be martyr scapegoat, you know, scum yeah. grief or leech master. One of those songs, you know, we're definitely going to be that's changing great. it up as we go. You know? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Do you, does it feel more fun now? I mean, is there like, I think that, I mean, maybe it's by your face, by your, by your mood. It seems like you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as I'm playing music and, and I'll get to play with people I like and, you know, uh, get to get to tour with people I like, it's, it's always going to be fun. And as long as, you know, you're making somebody happy out there that, that you're actually touring and you're playing these songs live and you get to meet, meet people and hang out with fans, you know, that's exactly what makes me happy. And I think that's what makes them happy as well. I think like it will instance, too. And I, I'll, I'll yeah. give you an example. It's like, for instance, um, you know, uh, on the static X tour, we, we kind of came a little bit late on doing the paid meet and greets. So mm-hmm. instead of doing the paid meet and greets, we're just going to meet, we're just going to tell everybody, meet us at the merch table. And we're just going to be signing there and doing autographs. And all you got to do is buy, you know, buy a fear factory merch, whether it's a t-shirt or a $5 pin, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you, as long as you buy something and contribute to that, you know, we will sign and autograph whatever you got and take photos, you know, and I think it's a more affordable way than people having to pay a hundred dollars, you know, a hundred dollars to meet the band plus your ticket. You know what I mean? Which is like, could be sure. like 150 bucks. So, you know, it, it, it's a more affordable way to come to the merch table and just hang out and just say what's up and get a photo or, or, or a autograph, whatever. That's awesome. And this tour we should mention is going from February 25th to April 15th, I think full U S exactly full U S well, there's like about four Canadian dates. Well, they don't count. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Canada's all right. Uh, no, uh, I love, I love, I love Canada. I love Canada. Maybe what, not you, that what do you think though? You do, like we talked about this a little bit, but you're going, you're going to all these cold places in the I middle know. of winter. I know. It's going to be brutal. I think the <laughs> coldest I've ever been was like in Saskatoon, Canada, which was like, oh my God, it was like probably 20 below. It was brutal. My goatee had like icicles on it, you know? <laughs> Sounds miserable. I'm wearing a jacket right now in my house and it's 40 something outside. So that's I put, how I feel I, about I, it. I put the heater on so I'm comfortable. Oh, the heat's on here too. I'm just that big of a pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, okay, let's, let's do this one more time. The tour, uh, Rise of the Machine Tour, right? That's what's Rise called. of the Machine Tour starting February 25th in San Francisco, uh, ending in, we're going all the way, all the way up to Vancouver, Canada, all the way across and zigzag across America, ending in Los Angeles, April 15th at the Belasco Theater. So I hope to see everybody out there. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm touring with my bros, 
and Static X. Love those guys. Dope. Mushroom Head, Twisted. It's going to be a great tour. It's 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 like a '90s throwback tour, which is great. It is, yeah. That's it. Reminds me of my me being a teenager. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> that's like that's it's awesome. like you know late late '90s, early 2000s tour. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's you're talking my my wheelhouse. That's when I was 16 years old, and, you know, riding around in my this is my cassette of uh of, of a dubbed copy of Soul of a New Machine. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> this is like a full circle because. In 1999, we were touring for Obsolete. We were doing a headlining tour. And when we, when we booked that tour, I was like, we need to bring out all our friends. So we got System of a Down. It was Fear Factory, System of a Down, Head PE, Static X, and Spine Chick. That was the tour. Those yeah. are all California bands. All my bros out here in California. We did a full sellout tour across the United States. And then now, you know, going full circle you know, static X is taking us out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, what, how many, what, 22 years later, <laughs> they're taking us out, which is great. You know? So it's going to be That's fun. awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, best of luck out there. I'm looking forward to all of it. Uh, I think you're coming nearby. I'm going to try and make a date. I love what you're doing lately. Yeah, the, the, the way you're taking over, not taking over, the way you're taking Fear Factory and just pushing it. And it's, it's very cool. And I think uh, for all the people that are giving you shit, you got one like me <laughs> that are, that's, that's all on your side. But so. I'm saying they, they gave me shit out of love because they still care. That's, right. that's why They'll be back. I, think they still care. <laughs> I don't think they've left yet. Cause if they left, they wouldn't even comment. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Hey, thanks again for doing this. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk to everybody. And uh, I want to say thank you for all the support over the years to everybody who's listening and all the fear factory fans out there. Can't wait to see you on the road. Rise of the machine tour starts in February, ends in April. Come out and see us, get your tickets, fearfactory.com and everywhere else. We're got all the socials. So just look for us.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Dino Cazares. And the song you just heard was Disobey Disruptor Remix by Fear Factory and Zardonic. That, of course, is on the Recoded album that we talked about. The first remix album in 25 years from Fear Factory. Remember, there was Fear is the Mind Killer. Then there was Remanufacture. And now there is Recoded. Uh, I think it's a cool thing that they do. I actually do enjoy it. Great for running, by the way. Put on Recoded. Take it for a run. You need it anyway. We all need it. You need a little cardiovascular health. Get that heart beating. Take some fish oil, krill oil. If you're feeling uh, elite, <laughs> that's how you got to get gather up some krills and uh, take that oil. Anyway, thanks to Dino for taking the time to talk to me. I truly do appreciate it. I really have been listening to Fear Factory most of my life. So it was very cool to have a quick conversation about the band, about what they're up to and what they're going to be doing in the near future. Hopefully I can catch them out on that tour with Static X. I'm as interested in who this new singer is as everybody else. I think I've got my theory. I think everybody else has theirs as well. Only time will tell. We'll find out relatively soon though. February 25th is coming quick. I know at the end of the blood clot episode with John Joseph, I mentioned that the next episode was going to be with Chris Wren of Bridge Nine Records. That one is still coming and it'll be here very soon, but I thought this one's pretty cool. It'd be a nice one to put out first in 2023. So that's why we are where we're at today, but definitely be on the lookout for that Bridge Nine Records episode coming very, very soon. But before we wrap this one up, I want to play you a track from Anzillo. They are a Finnish metal band. They've got a new album coming out called Ex Nihilo. It's on M Theory Audio. And this track, Discordia, is the fourth single from that record. Check it out. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.